Well, good morning, everybody. It is a treat to be back. And by being back, I mean actually being in a position where these can start to happen now on a frequent basis. I'm super stoked to have Miles in the basement with me, who I'm very thankful to for reaching out to me and helping me get this back off the ground. And today is going to have a theme that is tied to the reason why I introduced Miles, the reason why he is here, the reason why this is a reintroduction overall. And it is about getting ghosted, which I know I'm sure is a topic that other people in the podcast space have touched on, but I am going to bring you something that is unique and give you just a different reason to look at ghosting totally differently because you should welcome it into your life and acknowledge the fact that it is actually going to help you. It's inevitable that it's going to happen. It just happened to get a title to it. I don't think we called it anything back in the day. So for a little bit of reference, especially if for some reason this is the first time you've ever heard anything that's come out of my mouth and you don't know me from TikTok or you don't know me from any other social media space, uh, I'm 45-year-old dude. I'm coming to you from a basement in Brooklyn, New York, and growing up as a kid, totally like normal average kid that probably got quote-unquote ghosted a lot, whether it was by friends or girls or just in general, just because I was a pretty average kid across the board. And I think I was always dumb enough to not let it phase me. And I think I was always dumb enough to not let it phase me, especially as I got older and into my early 20s that like, oh, okay. I mean, I'm sure I certainly got bummed out if something happened with somebody that I was interested in, or there was like something else going on. I'm sure that there were times where it phased me, but I think overall it was just like, okay, I guess that just happens. It really wasn't until my thirties and forties that I really started to digest it. And I really think once it actually became a thing and people were talking about getting ghosted, at least my perception of it is that that's when people became more cognizant and it became something to dwell on. And seems like for the most part, it is a topic in which when it comes up, it is a bad thing or it's trying to wrap your head around why is this happening to me? With that in mind, I think it's something that you can actually turn into a catalyst because it can be a reason to get down on yourself. It can be a reason to stop doing something. It can be a reason to feel like things are working against you for obvious reasons. If somebody just totally ghosts you, it's going to feel like that thing wasn't supposed to happen, which is likely true, but maybe it was just that thing with that person. I got ghosted a couple of times relative to this podcast. I recorded the first handful of episodes back in early December, or middle December, whatever. Got ghosted for a while. Wasn't until... First week of April, that out of the clear blue sky, it all reappears. Amazing, we're going to launch. Super fun launch. Those first handful of days were amazing. All right, cool. Let's go record some more. Recorded some more. And then I got ghosted again. But there are so many key learnings within all of that that now help me be here in arguably a better setup with somebody that I've got a tremendous amount of respect and appreciation for in a short period of time of knowing him and what he brings to the table. And now I'm even more excited for what the future has in this space. 
when that a thousand percent could have been, oh, this wasn't intended to happen. I've got too many other things going on. And it's not because I've, it's not because of anything super special about who I am or what I bring to the table. And I, I qualify a lot of things that I say with the, I was dumb enough to blank, but I really think that it's actually been a bit of a benefit to me to not care about the things that other people might get really specific and thoughtful about. I will just quote unquote, take things in stride and be dumb enough to be like, okay, cool. What's next? But a few key things about getting ghosted around this podcast that I would like for you to digest because when it happens to you, because it's going to happen to you, how you respond to it and what you do in that given situation could help define so much about where you're going and how people see you. So for this in particular, when I recorded in December and then really didn't hear peep and was getting super frustrated, like felt like I lost all this content. I didn't have access to all of these tools that had been set up. A bunch of you have been on text messages from a number that is associated with me. You've filled out forms for polls. And, I, you know, it was the first time I was really getting help in the content space. And when that went away or when I didn't have control over it, I felt really lost. I hated the fact that I could not just do it entirely myself. I'm sure that I could have figured out how to just record and click post, but I didn't have access to like where the shows were already set up and existed. And it just, it was, it was not a fun feeling to feel like, okay, I was reliant on somebody else. I don't know how to do these things myself. I'm sure I can teach myself, but they were just like technical hurdles of like, I don't know how to get into this account, or I don't know how to get access to where this lives on Apple or Spotify, etc. And so many different ways I could have responded and how I could have tried to engage the people that were, you know, there to help and that had put me in a position to get this all stood up. Probably was very much in my right to be angry and frustrated, but, and it took a lot of, I wouldn't say restraint, but it took a lot of very specific focus every time I tried to reach out and make contact to make sure that I kept taking the high road. And I'm so glad that I did because after several weeks passed and once I finally got, once I finally heard back and I knew I heard the story as to why I was ghosted for so long. I was so glad I didn't do anything, I would say shitty, but not necessarily just like shitty because they would have been things that if I told anybody on the street like the full story and I'm even holding things back now because I don't like speaking poorly of people or putting things in a negative context, most people would have been like, dude, you're a thousand percent, you're right. Like you recorded these things, your name was on this stuff, but you just, you never know what's happening on the other side of the fence, which is why it's always in your best interest to just, as much as it sucks to have to give benefit of the doubt on a consistent basis, or I should say, as much as it, it sucks sometimes to take the high road because you feel like you're within your right to be specific and direct and be like, yo, what the fuck is going on? Like, where are my thing? Where are you? Regardless of its relationship, something business-specific, content, whatever, like, where are you if you're getting ghosted by somebody? You just want to be 
angry and frustrated and be like, where are you? And, and let that person know. But I knew I'm luckily I'm old enough now that I know and have had plenty of experience that it just doesn't help. I've never come out of a situation being like, cool, I'm glad that I was super stern with that person. Like I, if, I, if I had those stories, I would tell those stories and be like, hey, here's how you use that lever. I, at least sitting here now, can't think of a single time where I'm like, you know what? It was really good that I, I'm glad that I pushed back on shitty bosses. I'm glad that I've had some very direct conversations with people at times in my life where I needed to be direct. But especially when it comes to ghosting, because you get, because you don't know what's happening on the other side of the fence, taking the high road, I think is just a critical piece of it. Because if you do not know what is happening, once whatever gets unearthed, unlocked, etc., then there's like a whole nother layer to the story, right? So say somebody goes to you, you don't know what's happening, you get angry, frustrated, put something out there that in the moment you're within your right to have done so, but then you find out what actually happens and then you're like, oh, shit, maybe I shouldn't have been so harsh or maybe I should have taken a deep breath, etc. It's a, you know, again, that's that's not an easy conundrum to wrap your head around and then to act in a certain way on a consistent basis. And it's frustrating to always be like, fuck, taking the high road is hard on a consistent basis. But I'm, I promise you it is a thousand percent worth it each and every time. As much as you feel like sometimes, too, you're you're deflating your own ego and letting somebody else kind of take advantage of you, quote unquote, you're not. It's not that is not the case. So please let that be like one of the key takeaways that you that you get out of this. Also, don't let it become an excuse. It can very easily become an excuse that like, oh, I'm not supposed to have a relationship or I'm not supposed to get a job because I keep getting ghosted by recruiters or I'm definitely not supposed to have a podcast because I tried these things and I got this far and I launched it and it did well in the charts and then I got ghosted again. And I wanted to do it consistently and I was set up and I thought, but like, A, for at least for me in this in this particular story, I'm sure because I know it's not difficult and there are thousands of people that are out there that are doing it that I could have just pivoted, like started new channels, started whatever, and just sat in my basement like I'm doing now, but did it with the laptop, the style that I had before, recorded Riverside, whatever. Like I could have, I could have figured it out on my own. Or what I did, and I think I did a decent job of, I'm sure it wasn't perfect, of expressing, answering questions, because I was getting questions from y'all about like, hey, when are there going to be new episodes or you know things along those lines, which made me post what I think was a relatively benign statement along the lines of um, looking for help or direction or could use some assistance to get this off the ground again. And then my man Miles reached out and I had recognized him from a couple of DMs that we had exchanged previously and was like, cool, that would be dope. Wasn't until we actually sat down and had a conversation or until I think in that DM exchange that I realized like, wow, dude's got a fucking serious extensive background doing some dope ass podcasts. Like how amazing would it be to be able to pick this guy's brain? And my guess, I don't know this specifically because you never know a thousand percent with this kind of stuff, but had I taken a different path or had I been a dick about it or had I been like complaining about things across the board, 
he's probably not going to be like, cool, this is somebody that I would want to engage with or reach out to. Right. So you just you never know what the reverberating effect of these situations could be and how it could impact or how other people could see it. And obviously, it's totally different when you're actually in a position where things are in a public facing situation. But, you know, even if it comes to like how you're talking about, you know, a job and then you're sitting there at a dinner with friends and there happens to be somebody at a table behind you, like you just you don't know who's listening, who's paying attention when, where, why. You just you don't you don't know those things. And again, it is not easy to like focus your brain to consistently take the high road, but I'm telling you, it's worth it each and every time. The next big piece is how this can impact you relative to understanding how people's brains work that aren't your own. So there's a couple specific situations that I've had. I've got like all kinds of different stories around being ghosted that are both fun and hilarious. And now I can kind of spin into like totally different directions based off of the fact that the stories have like come to pass now. I once got ghosted by somebody that was pretty high up at like a big ass agency. And it was like this amazing experience out of the gate where I sat down, had a meal, talked about the potential of being an employee when I was like in a really bad space in my current job. This is like five, six years ago. And I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. This dude who's super high up at one of the world's largest creative agencies is seemingly like a huge fan of what I'm doing. And like, this is amazing. This is long before I was making any content. This was literally just like I sat down and made a good impression with with somebody and was like, oh my God, like this is going to unlock an entire another stratosphere within my career. And through a series of bizarre circumstances, I got ghosted. Some of that just was based off of the fact that the company was going through some really difficult and weird situations at the time. And some of it was based off of what I believe the people who I interacted with around this person, the people who ultimately ghosted me, what their personality traits are or were or are. are. Some people, I, I believe some people have it inherently baked into them that they are ghosters. They don't want to be. They're not bad people, but they may want you to just be, they may want you to feel really good in a moment. And they may be okay with the fact that they feel like they left it open-ended enough so that they're not actually ghosting you, right? So think about that for a second. A, I think that that's a thousand percent plausible and that is something that totally exists. Somebody super nice, has the best of intentions, actually likes you, wants to see things move forward, but knows that it's kind of a long shot, but is going to want to like walk away from the situation with things feeling really good. Those kinds of people exist and they're not bad people. That's just part of who they are. And I'm sure that there are 50 different varieties of those types of people. So there's people with really good intentions that want you to feel really good in the moment. And what, you know, for some reason they just end up ghosting you. I think there's people that have really good intentions that never ghosted anybody ever before in their entire life, 
have all kinds of crazy shit that happened in the background that you have no visibility into and you get ghosted. And that's the first and only time in their entire life that they've ever ghosted somebody. And then I'm sure there's a larger pool of people that are like, fuck it, I don't care. I'm just going to say anything to anybody at any point. And I'm not going to worry about holding myself accountable to ghosting because I just don't give a fuck. Like, I'm sure people just pull that lever. And there are definitely those types of people. But if you can learn and start to identify those types of people, the more you meander about your world, you're going to be more self-aware. And part of self-awareness is understanding how other people are reading you, but then having the ability of understanding yourself well enough to read others in a very specific way. And that can be super powerful. So you can see this coming a mile away. Like I can start to now recognize patterns where whether it's ghosting in particular or things that are on the periphery of ghosting, I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Like I have a feeling that this is not going to happen or that I should have my guard up or be aware because I've seen this before and I, you know, this person could be this. So the ability to not have it hold you back, the ability to take the high road in any given situation because you don't know what could happen next or what the story is happening behind the scenes and the ability to actually be able to read people better because there are different flavors of people that might ghost you. Like those are all things to to keep in mind. And the fact that in any of those situations, you just, you don't, you can't let it, you can't let it hold you back. You can't. And there, and, and the more, the more you do, and I think the further and the more you accomplish, the higher the stakes get. A couple of like quick examples in this space. When Rolling Stone reached out to me initially, which I think was back in like December-ish. I must have missed the first note, saw the second note, and was like, holy shit, I can't believe I almost missed something from Rolling Stone. And then got nervous once I didn't hear back immediately. And then you start to get into your head about like, oh, did I respond too late? You know, was my response shitty? Did I... And so you go through all those emotions. And then within every interaction is something that is, you know, either high stakes or something that you're really passionate about or excited about, you're going to get in your own head about whether or not you're handling the situation properly. Is it your fault? Are you bringing this on yourself if you do get ghosted? And then how do you respond or what do you do? Do you let it go? Do you fight for it? All of those types of variables start to pop into your head. And that's going to happen. And you're going to have to deal with this time and time and time again. And you're probably going to have to deal with it at higher and higher stakes levels. So the more you can understand that it is going to happen, and it's okay if it does. Right? Like if in A, the agency story that I told, that's gone away. I obviously don't work there. It was an amazing experience to go through that engagement. The conversations were fantastic. There's a much longer story to that that I can tell at another time, but long story short there, there was no job, had a few additional conversations, but largely you can call that like ghosted and goodbye, but an amazing experience and something that I'm really glad that I can talk about and that I can share with other people because I think that there are like so many key learnings that I took away from that experience overall. The podcast example, 
coming back full circle. I'm sitting here now. There's a dope setup in my basement. There's lights and wires and shit that I never would have considered ahead of time because I met Miles and now this is this sick setup that is our first attempt at doing this as a team and we'll see where it goes and it will evolve. And I hope that in five years, it'll be something to look back at and be like, oh, there was that first time where he came over and Evelyn was working on her family tree project upstairs and like all the details that are happening right now. And none of this would have been possible had I not gotten ghosted that led to this series of events. And I think I handled relatively well taking the high road, certainly not perfectly across the board, but I think, you know, well enough that helped set up this specific situation. And then we'll go back to the, to the Rolling Stone piece. I got so nervous throughout that entire life cycle of reached, reached out, looking to schedule a date, don't hear back. And then you get so nervous as like each day goes through. And then especially when I have conversations with Kelly on an ongoing basis about all this stuff and you start to, you know, if you're excited, you want to tell friends, Hey, this thing happened. This, you know, I might get, you know, I might have a date with so-and-so I might get a job at this company or this recruiter reached out to me or Rolling Stone reached out to me. And then people are like, well, Hey, what's, you know, what happened with that? Did you ever hear back? What's going on? What's the latest, right? That's going to make, that's going to put even more pressure on you to have to deal with these things in the best way possible, because you're going to feel like you're then in a position to either, oh, you know, didn't happen, or you're going to want to look for reasons so that it doesn't come across as though you did something wrong. Totally natural, right? Or it's going to lead to difficult conversations where if Kelly may not intend to rub salt in the wound, where I'm like, you know, I feel shitty saying for the third night in a row, like, no, I haven't heard anything from this person. And maybe I'm not doing what I should be doing. Maybe I'm not cool anymore. Maybe, you know, what else happened, right? It's one thing for it to actually stew in your own brain. It's another thing when somebody brings it up and asks you for an update on something that you cannot control, So these are all reasons why, if you can get okay with the fact that it is going to happen, you cannot control it. But what you can control, like just about anything else that pops up throughout the course of your existence, what you can control are your own reactions to it. And to just kind of like repeat what I hope are some of the key takeaways from this, taking the high road, you're not going to lose. I promise you, you're just not going to lose. It's going to feel shitty. It's going to feel like you're shoving your ego in a bag, but you're just not going to lose if you get ghosted and you still take the high road. If you actually take time to reflect on it, and if you take time to reflect on it and do so in a way that gets you to understand somebody else because you're curious, not because you want to point you know, put them in a, you know, like, oh, I'm going to label them as a shitty person about, okay, yes, there are some shitty people that just ghost, like I've already addressed that. But for the most part, there's going to be something specific about that person, about the situation that, that made them a ghoster. Then you're just going to be able to read other people better. You're going to be more comfortable with yourself. And in these various situations, you're going to feel more comfortable with like how to react, how to respond, when to potentially reach out and check in on things, when to not, when to just let something go. 
But ultimately, and most importantly, you'll get more self-confidence just because you'll understand that these things are just circumstances and you get to do whatever you choose with the circumstances that you get. I chose to probably be more patient than I could or should have because I hate the fact that there's now this gap and by whatever time you hear this podcast, it will be at least a couple of weeks since the last one went out. But it is what it is. And those that was a decision that I made based off of when I started to talk about and try to like address it directly. But then I tried to do the best with the circumstances that I had, not point any fingers, be open and honest about the story now because it's a relevant topic and it's literally the reason why I'm sitting here having this conversation with you today for a multitude of reasons. But just acknowledge, acknowledge the circumstances, be okay with it, don't let it beat you up. Right, so easy to just have this shit weigh on you, and then all of a sudden, you know, you're you're a victim in some regard because of what other people have done. But you deserve better than that. You deserve to not have to feel that way, and it is more difficult to not feel that way. But I a thousand percent promise that it is absolutely absolutely worth it. So next time you get ghosted, because it's going to happen, remember, you cannot control the things that are not in your control. Take a second to digest and think about the person and, you know, potentially how you can learn from who they are and how they behaved and what the specific circumstances were. It's okay to be reflective too, to think of what you may, like what you did within it. But at the same time, do not beat yourself up about it and just know it's going to keep popping up time and time again. And if you can get okay with its existence, if you can get okay with your, and you can start to improve each and every time, like how you address it and how you just continue to, to move ahead based on what you do and based on what's going to make you happy and based off of the things that you want to chase. Because especially if these are tied to things that you want to chase and things you want to do, do not let getting ghosted slow you down. Let it be something that can you can actually use as a catalyst. Getting ghosted for this podcast in particular, I want to use as a catalyst. This is now a new jumping off point for me. I'm stoked about it. We'll see what happens. All I can do is control what's next and how I move forward from here. But ghosting can either be a hard stop or it can be something that you're like, you know what? It's a fucking slingshot. I'm going to get pulled back and it might be painful while I'm getting pulled back. And I might feel like I'm stuck and I'm going backwards. But let that shit go and you'll take off. And that's all I have to say about that.